Welcome back, everybody. Where has Steve of the World been? Leadership 102. So I had a 101. You probably heard it not too long ago. I thought we got to kick it up a notch because I am disgusted, dismayed, disappointed in the actions of our elected officials. Let's get started. I wish we'd all stop treating politics as a life or death issue. Sometimes it is. I got it. Now, I'm not saying that politicians can't impact your life or death, for that matter, but we all have a lot more control than we think we do. And for the Chuck Schumers, the Nancy Maces, the Donald Trumps of the world... Lighten up, Francis. That's literally the trifecta of politicians taking themselves way too seriously. How do we get to the point where one's political view is so all-consuming that you literally are willing to embarrass yourself over and over and over again with every outlandish and, dare I say, stupid public comment you make? Here's an idea. Stop. All caps, hanging out with people who agree with you, only agree with you. Stop believing every crazy claim that you read on the Internet. Stop pretending that you or your party has the answer to everything. Wake up call. They don't. It's getting to the point where I hear any of these knuckleheads open their mouth anymore. You know what's coming. This is what comes to mind. You know how I know that elected officials of Washington, D.C. and Madison are essentially irrelevant in my day-to-day life? Because during most of the last few years, our state and national politicians didn't do anything beyond campaigning, writing press releases, or doing radio TV interviews. And despite that fact, most of us are still employed, managed to support our families, celebrated birthdays and graduations, if you actually graduated instead of just dropping out and demanding that all of us pay for your student loans. And what exactly would be different if they actually passed bills? One word. And it sounds a lot like nothing. Why would you put your faith in people whose sole motivation is re-election? That's like expecting Britney Spears to make good life decisions. That's like pretending people who say defund the police don't actually believe we should defund the police. It's like expecting Andrea Bocelli to sing a song that doesn't sound like every other Andrea Bocelli song. Andrea Bocelli. Here's a baseline for you. I think baseline's my favorite word. I've had it for a couple years. You're fine. Your kids will be fine unless you let them live in your basement until they're 30 years old. And for the love of all things holy, holy charge them rent for Pete's sakes. A vaccine's not going to hurt you. In fact, it may save your life. You're not required to go to festivals in the summer, sporting events, concerts. Those are fun things you can do on your own. Political parties want one thing and one thing only money. Here's another one. Since the baseball season, except for virtual baseball, just ended. Extra runners on base, extra innings, still stupid. Why? Here's another one. Giannis is the most sincere, honest, professional athlete of this century. And maybe the one before. And finally, I always say leadership is hard. But you know what is even harder, apparently? Acting like a normal person on social media, on the text line, or in public. You can't handle the truth. If Steve ruled the world. All right, there's all kinds of leadership out there. There's the kind that demonstrated with acts of kindness. Or thinking about the well-being of others, I respect that. We should encourage that and recognize it when it happens. There's also that other side of leadership. Leaders behaving badly. Hello, George Santos. Will you? I did not have access. 
my phone has no clue. You resigned? I have no clue of what you guys are talking about. No, I'm not. Excuse me. You will not resign. Why you? I will. I will. Are you still going to vote in the speaker's election? Hello, Congressman Matt Gates. What is happening is an extortion of me and my family involving a former Department of Justice official. On March 16th, my father got a text message demanding a meeting wherein a person demanded $25 million in exchange for making horrible sex trafficking allegations against me go away. Hmm, are they, though? And, of course, golden oldie, former President Donald Trump. And you go into the shower, right? You turn on the water, drip, drip, drip. I call the guy, is something wrong with this? No, sir, it's just a restrictor. So you're in there five times longer than you're supposed to be. You use probably more water, and it's a very unpleasant experience, right? So we're getting rid of the restrictors. You're going to have full shower flow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the 45th president of the United States. It's the rule of the world. Here's something we can all embrace. Great leadership is defined by one's vision, passion, communication skills, integrity, and discipline. And in Green Bay, that used to be defined by the one and only Vince Lombardi. Now, we all just went through a very emotional and angst-ridden few years where each of us was forced to question our love of the green and gold in ways that felt uncomfortable, even threatening. But at the end of the day... I was able to explain to you that it never was really about anything more than letting true leaders make decisions for the best interests of their organization. For the Green Bay Packers, that's not Mark Murphy or Brian Gutekunst or the 70,000 fans who spend their hard-earned dollars on tickets to watch America's greatest sports franchise. Let's be honest, most fans can't even agree on what beer to buy for the tailgate. Check that. Anybody who doesn't drink Bush Light can't agree on what beer to buy for anything, but the overarching principle of Vince Lombardi's approach to leadership is being committed to being the best. He's the definition of the happy-to-be-here fan. Winning the Super Bowl is the goal, not winning the NFC North. And for all the Jordan Love supporters out there, he started, what, six games in uniform? Let's slow the roll on he's ready to take the mantle and lead this team. I hate to use a Bears example. He might be Jay Cutler, for Pete's sake. What have I told y'all? Jay Cutler is a disease. <laughs> this dude, let's look, y'all. This dude. Damn, is the cure any, any, to any team. He's a, everybody. I mean, Jay Cutler, you can say Jay Cutler's the cure to anybody else's disease. Anytime you go against him, something bound, something good is bound to happen. He's the guy. He's, he's horrible. It's Steve. All right, here's a quick one. I love this a little more Lombardi for you. You know, if I truly rule the world, which I know is a terrifying thought for some of you. I would pass one law immediately when it comes to leadership. Leaders cannot say the words, I'm looking out for my constituents. On its face, that's a lie. In reality, what they're doing, and they're all guilty of it, they're only representing the people who voted for them. In fact, you can make the argument that the direct actions and votes sometimes work against the very interests of the district they represent. One of the hardest lessons of leadership is when you're faced with telling your constituents they are wrong. And as a former elected official, constituents... Dirty little secret are often wrong, often misinformed, in some rare cases, out of their you-know-what minds. Now, there's a remedy for this. It requires using common sense, logic, communication skills, probably a smattering, a dash of humility. But as we know, most leaders, especially ones working in politics, don't have most of those things, sometimes none. But you know who did? Vincent Thomas Lombardi. And after all the cheers have died down... The stadium is empty after the headlines have been written. The measure of who we are is what we do 
with what we have. And I firmly believe in our finest hour, our greatest fulfillment to all we hold dear, is that moment when we work our hearts out in good cause and lie exhausted on the field of battle victorious. Because it's not whether we get knocked down, but whether we get back up as one. It's Steve. Rule the world. Goosebumps, I tell you. Goosebumps. And finally, I'll wrap it up with this. There's a great saying about leadership. The art of leadership is saying no, not yes. It's very easy to say yes. Here's to saying no a lot more often. I think we need a lot more of that. Fellas, we're broken. We need to change. And look, I know change can be scary. One minute, you're playing freeze tag out there at recess with all your buddies. Next thing you know, you're getting zits, your voice gets low. And every time your art teacher, Miss Scanlon, leans over your desk to check and see how your project's going, you feel all squiggly inside. You <laughs> were mm. a striking woman. Not classically beautiful, but striking. First time I ever saw tan lines. Most of the time, change is a good thing. Now, I think that's what it's all about. Embracing change. Being brave. Doing whatever you have to so that everyone in your life can move forward there. Maybe it's the only way you can truly help her be happy. Thank you, Ted Lasso. That is this week's It's the Rule the World. And because I'm a sentimental fool, it's the fall season. Here's some music to get you in, in the mood. Take it to break, Charlie.